Welcome to the Amish Inquisition. Um, soon to have a new home, thanks to... Sponsored by Podbean. Well, it's kind of sponsored by, we're, we're paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> sponsored by, they're sponsored by us. Um, yeah, I think maybe if we mention Podbean, they might plug us. Do you reckon? Yeah, well, well, they have like a little section where it has um, like suggested podcasts where... I found podcasts the other day. Yeah. And um, it, the logo was like um, a bit of a psychedelic guy, you know, um, futuristic type thing. And it was called, I think it's called Ascend, uh, the Ascend podcast. So I thought, oh, I'll just click on that. <laughs> Clicked on it, 90 something odd episodes. Yeah. And uh, a guest every week. The Ascend. Uh, I think it's called the ascend, not the I send, not the I send, the ascend as in ascending, ascended being. All right. And uh, guests on every week, and uh, I looked through a few of the names. I went, oh, I recognise that name. Recognise that name. Recognise that name. Um, uh, Dennis McKenna. Brother no? of Paul. Terence, brother of Terence McKenna. He's been on JRE three times, I think. Oh, really? Uh, Wim Hof. Wim Hof. The, I've the Wim Hof Wim breathing Hoff. method. He's been on Rogan. He's on this podcast. Um, Rick Strassman. They must pay for these guests. So I clicked on one, and it's two Geordies. Is it? Well, they're from where, what country we are in. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to show, doesn't it? Anyone can do it. Yeah. And they've got, like, proper interesting guests on. Um, the one I listened to was this guy, another doctor. They're all like doctors and scientists and stuff. And his um, bag is um, sort of um, Christianity and the Gospels having roots in psychedelic mushrooms. Right. Um, so you can go to places like Roslyn Chapel and there's like a statue or something and there's a, they call it Am- Am- Amanita Muscariot. That's a red-capped. Like right. the, the Mario, the Super Mario mushroom. Oh, yeah, the classic. The classic psychedelic job. mushroom. And there's there's iconography all over um, sort of Christianity and the Bible and stuff. All right. So it's quite interesting. Mm. Yeah, Podbean, here we are. We haven't yeah, uploaded anything. We haven't uploaded any yet. No, no, but it'll be there eventually, so you can all be waiting in eager anticipation. And um, you can do, like, sharing and social media type things to it, I think. Yeah, we have a web page now, you see. All right. And we can actually tweet. We, we have Twitter. We haven't got Facebook yet. But I think you can share, like, via the website page, you can share via Facebook and shit like that. All right. It's all right. Looks good. Well, I thought I'd try it for a month. Yeah? And Is see it a if... free month, though? No. No, but, you know. Try it for a month, and if, it, if we think it's any good, pay for the year, because you get a big discount if you pay for a year. Oh, okay. I think it works out about 80 quid, I think, for a year. That's all right. Not too bad. Between Am- us. Amazon Prime. That's well, price. yeah, I, I need to get rid of that. I don't use it. Do you not? Only for... Sh- I mean, it's handy for certain shopping things, isn't it? Get discounts on shipping and stuff. Yeah, and you get next day delivery for free and things. On certain things, so not everything. Uh, so. yeah. yeah. So I might get rid of that. I'm going to get rid of Audible because I'm I've got I'm stocked up. You've got about fucking five hundred hours now. 
That's probably enough. <laughs> yeah, of books to listen to. So, yeah, I'll pay for it, won't it? Yeah, of course. And I will quit. Um, Smack. Nah. <laughs> it's very Moorish. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'll give something up of equal value. Um, I can't think of anything. What, co- what costs like £3 a month? <coughs> Nothing. Nothing really, no. Okay, don't get, get much for three quid a month, do you? No. Like a very mild cigarette habit. <laughs> you know. One pack every three months. <laughs> yeah, essentially, yeah. That's like a third of a cigarette a day. <coughs> no, I have zero vices, as you well know. <laughs> How was uh, Green Man Festival? Excellent. It was It was very good. We took the little one for the first time. <coughs> I was, of course, terrified that um, she'd just get carried get off in a crowd of hippies. But uh, it was fine. I imagine it's quite chill, isn't it? Green Man. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not yeah, like it there's really heavy rocking bands on and stuff, is it? Is it not quite nah, country fired nah, a bit? It's, it's folky. It's got folky, folky roots. That's what yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. No, it's very nice. Very, very good. Three days, is it? Three days, yeah. You start on the Thursday. And you camp the Thursday and then the band start Friday. Yeah, there are some bands on Thursday. Oh, is it? Locally. Oh, right. Some, yeah. Some specialists. Apparently, um, I wasn't there at the time but one of the bands on the friday was introduced by ramsey bolton in ah. thingy so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so there's a there's a few famous people there i met um pete fowler who did the artwork for super animals albums who's a nice guy right our daughter was doing some drawing with him and he all right. Very kindly said it was uh, it was good. So, how did, what was he like in a tent or something? He had a little exhibition in a caravan. Oh, um, right. And then he was doing like you could draw. He was doing drawing with kids and stuff. Uh, they, they had a field called. No, no, it was yes, all. Uh, it was all fine. Right, okay, good. He's that South African guy. Ashley <laughs> <laughs> Mamla, South Africa's number three batsman. Um. Yeah, so there was a, a field called Einstein's Garden that's there every every year, and they do they have like a solar powered stage and do some science experiments, and you can watch like it's all like kid friendly stuff. And right. So we went there for a bit, and I didn't see much music really. Did you not? No. During the day we saw a few bands, but then when it well, gets late time, night, it, she gets tired. What time does the little one go to bed? Normally, yeah, about eight o'clock. Yeah. While we were at the festival, it was more Later. like nine, nine, ten. Yeah. So I suppose, I mean, well, do the bands not finish about ten no. at a festival? Headliner, f- uh, Green Man, Headliner finished, uh, the headliners finish at quarter to one. Fucking hell. then there's disco till 4am. How do they manage that? It's Wales, man, there's no rules. <laughs> oh my God. It's not like Leeds where it's curfew at, I don't know, 8pm or whatever. I think that's probably due to the clientele. Real pricked. That yeah, that that curfew is has to be enforced, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Do you remember when we went and everything was on fire? <laughs> yeah, the toilets. 
That was quite scary. It was. Looking over what? the hill, like... We got frog-marched through, like, a, a cordon of, of security and police when we were leaving, and there was just piles of, like, burnt tents and shit. I don't remember that bit, the leaving bit, but I remember looking across the field... <laughs> I don't remember ever leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I remember looking across the field at the chemical toilets burning, mm. and it's seeming to get bigger and closer and thinking, fucking hell. Yeah, people chucking get big gas canisters on, on vampires. Police helicopter was out, isn't it? Just shining on the fire. <laughs> Full of idiots, isn't it? It's absolutely mental, yeah. People no. just switch off. Well, I think it's just youngsters, isn't it, really? It's mainly youngsters. Last time I went to Leeds Festival was probably 2007 mm. or 8. Um, and we'll never go again like this. I went to buy a pair of wellies for the missus. And I asked this fella if he had any in, in her size. And he spat in my eye. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. For no reason. The vendor? For no reason at all. The vendor, yeah. Spat full on in my eye. <laughs> and I was like, what? And I was up to my knees in mud. I couldn't really do much. What did you do? I just kind of, I probably looked very shocked and didn't do anything. Cause... How much were his wellies? I don't know. I wasn't trying to steal them or anything. Just, <laughs> just asking him if he had that size and then hocked a loogie. Fucking hell, that's outrageous. Crack it. Is that how long you've been with wife? 2007 we met. So, 10 oh. years. So, you went to Leeds soon after then you started going, going out? We went out. We started going out May 2007. Went to Leeds that year, the year after... We might have gone 2009 as well, I don't know. Oh, it, right. It wasn't... I'll check my wristband collection. <laughs> I don't keep stuff like that, really. Oh, I've got an album with all my ticket yeah. stubs and shit. Just in case. <laughs> I have a little plastic wallet somewhere with, like, a few gig tickets in and things like that. But uh, most of the stuff just gets lost. Yeah. Plus, I don't do anything anymore. No. No, don't do much now since having kids and yes, yeah, everything quiets down, doesn't it? Fifteen years in October for 15. us. Fifteen. How's this? Yeah, where's that gone? God, I think I remember meeting it in Roper. Maybe it's that long ago. Well, I'd have been nineteen. So university, baby, we'd have come back at weekend. Yeah, you lot were at uni at the time. Probably gone to Squires all day on a, on a Saturday, <laughs> playing sneaker all day. Riley's, Riley's, not Squires. Yeah, sorry, Riley's. Yeah, yeah. I used to meet Panhead um, <laughs> after work on a Friday. Um, at the time, I was, I was still an apprentice, but I had my own van. Mm. and just got given a list of jobs, and it was fire, al fire alarm and emergency light testing in Thwaites pubs. Piece of piss. Yeah. Gift of a job. And as long as you got three done a day, they were, they were happy. And you could, right. you, could, you could have it done for dinner time if you planned ahead. Yeah. So I used to come home, drop Van off. Uh, Panhead was at um, council, built um, town hall, I think, a county hall or somewhere in town. He went to uni there, didn't he? Must have been so after uni. Leeds. Must have been after uni this then. So it would have been... 22, 21? Hang on. Yeah, How long's a degree? Three years. Three years. 21-ish. 
Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. I mean, well, it was five years for me. <laughs> uh, so I was, oh, was I an apprentice then? Oh, I must have been just about out of my time. Or, yeah, maybe I was an apprentice because I didn't start till 18. Yeah, so I probably was. And uh, yeah, meet up at dinner time at Riley's. Start drinking. Pictures. <laughs> Pictures. Get Kanye West on jukebox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he was good. When Kanye West was like a visionary. Like the 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 hope of R and B, of hip hop, <clears throat> and uh, get a greasy Riley burger and curly fries, yeah. and carry on drinking till till Roper opened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck, and then just stay out or go to a warehouse. Ooh. Did you ever go to the zoo after the warehouse when that was around? Wasn't that open when we were at college? Yeah, yeah. It was the earliest. Though. Never, don't Never think I ever went, went in. I went a few times with um, with um, Daisy. That was like a rock Not place, like... weren't it? Yeah, yeah. Didn't save alcohol, but... That's why I never went. They turned a blind eye to the odd um, jazz cigarette. Right. Oh, good Closed times. down now. Someone put a brick through the window when I was in one night. Don't know why. Stinking hippies! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Weird. Weird, man. And now here we are, all old and... Respectable. Doing a, doing a podcast. Responsible. You have to check out the uh, website building thing. Is it WYSIWYG, Philly? Uh, no, I mean, you, it's not even that. You just sort of pick a template and oh, then right, just and put just the text it. in. and uh, oh. They cut themes... Pick a theme. <laughs> I just picked one that looked well. It had a picture of a rock band on it, so I thought, oh, "I'll try that." And I found a picture on some free photo site of like a an Amish background, like a wagon and a barn and some stuff in black, in black and white. So I put that. Up. But just go ahead and do what you want. You know, if you want to change it, <coughs> I'm uh, not really a, a design type guy. That's fine. How are we gonna uh, How are we gonna cope when? Um... <coughs> We're like global superstars, mm-hmm. and uh, people start taking offence on behalf of the Amish community. Um, well, yeah, because they'll never hear it, will they? That's like <laughs> part it. of the um, part of the why it's funny being being called the Amish Inquisition podcast because um, we can pretty much say what we want about them. <laughs> <laughs> well, not, I don't think there's much bad to say. Is no, there? did you ever see that documentary on Channel Four years ago? Probably five years ago. About the rumpled tump, but it, what's it called? Mm-hmm. If you have that one day of... Um, I don't think it's a day. I think it's like a holiday. You can like choose, a month. Though, whether you want to go to... Go uh, back yeah. or... Yeah, yeah. Back to tell What's it and called? Rumpled stiltskin. <laughs> rum, rum, rumple. Rumple at the Bailey. Something, it's, it's something weird. Begins with R. And uh, they followed these teens, like two boys and two girls... And some went back and some stayed and whatnot. It's quite interesting. But yeah, they seem, um, you know, perfectly nice people, don't they? Yeah, yeah. It's just a simple way of life, really. There's a lot to admire about it, I think. I totally agree. Looks less stressful. Definitely. More of a sense of community that we've all lost. Yep. More... um, Interaction. The amount of people's 
time people spend on the fucking devices is frightening me. It is. I've left mine in the car and I've checked my pockets about five <laughs> times. <laughs> I try and leave mine, oh, we've been through this, but I try and leave mine in the kitchen mm. from when I get home to when the kids go to bed. Yeah. Just so it's not within reach. But, uh, yeah, it's difficult. He, um, I messed up the story. Well, not I missed something out of the story. When the uh, assassination attempt was botched, I said um, the driver sped off and then stalled. Um, wasn't quite correct. Um, the driver sped off and everything, and then later on in the day, Franz Ferdinand said, I want to go and visit the survivors in the hospital. Right. Now, if you think, you can imagine if there was an assassination attempt on, on the president tomorrow, he would be in a bunker within minutes. Yeah, or in Air or Force on a, One. Or in Air Force yeah. One. He wouldn't go to the fucking hospital, would he, no, to check on survivors? I guess someone tried it again. So yeah. he went to the hospital, and he was coming out of the hospital where, he st- where they took a wrong turn and then stalled. Oh, so it was even madder. That's crazy. So, and I, I also have an addendum from a, a story uh, I told a few weeks ago about my granddad missing the boat at Normandy. We are talking about that film. Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Dunkirk, that was it. And um, it was when he was here, wasn't it? Aye. I said, um, okay. yeah, my granddad missed the boat. And then they, they travelled west, I think, and got taken over by a French fisherman. I was talking to my uncle because he'd been giving me a Lithwick garden a couple of weeks ago. Mm. And he said, yeah, and the boat he um, was meant to get on, the Lancastria, was sunk offshore. Oh. It sunk just offshore and the Germans came and machine gunned all the survivors. So would you not be here? No. Oh, If you hadn't missed the boat. That's frightening. It is. No Amish Inquisition. (laughs) (laughs) No. No, no nothing. Shit. Yeah, because uh, um, my dad... My dad is one of three. Um, Their parents, this granddad in question, they met during the war. My grandma was in the munitions factory in Belfast. Mm. And uh, my dad met her somehow. Um, My dad is one of three. The eldest, the daughter, was born during the war. Uh, But my dad was born in 46. So he was a boomer. After right. the war. So, yeah, I wouldn't have been here. Shit. No. It's mad, isn't it? I think all our grandparents must have had near misses with brushes with death. And Well, another thing he told me while he was here, my uncle, um, at the time during the war, my grandma was uh, in the munitions factory in Belfast. They had a shop, a family shop, like a like an open all hours. <laughs> no, it wasn't like a butcher. Nice Gladys Emanuel. <laughs> <laughs> they had one of them shops. Yeah. And uh, my grandma set off for work one day, went down the road, and it was gone. Bombed. Whoa. Bombed. The Germans hit Belfast hard because it was a major shipping place. Mm. And, uh, yeah, granny's shop, blown to bits. Blimey. Um, he said they, um, they used to put fi- um, in the south... I don't know if it was near Dublin, they used to light fires for the German pilots to, to guide them to the north. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And um, so they would 
hit Dublin, I think, and then they would just have a straight line. Oh, they'd leave the lights on, basically, in Dublin. So they, right. if they knew, I think that was the idea. New Dublin, you have to go straight up north, and then we're... Anyway, but the, the in Northern Ireland, um, in Belfast, they used to light fires over the hills a few miles away. Right, so put lights on, and, and the first wave had... If they could get the first wave to bomb these fires... Oh, they yeah, bomb these fires. The second wave of bombers just look for the fires from the first yeah. round of bombers. So they, that's how they tried to save Belfast line. But it, Belfast got blitzed. Shame. I was in time. Coventry at the weekend. That, that took a big hit. Well, um, why would the reason be for Coventry? Is it an industrial industrial heartland, maybe? I'm not maybe sure. Maybe they made tanks and things there. Midlands. Were there, were there any military installations on there? It's not, well, it's not like, for pottery, um, innit? Well, that's more Stoke way, but uh, Midlands. I mean... It's always been like a manufacturing hub, hasn't it, Birmingham? Mm. Up until, you know. Oh, BSA. Birmingham Small Arms Company made motorbikes, but I imagine they also were a munitions factory. Originally, maybe. Yeah. So BSA. maybe there was a lot of munitions around the Midlands. Right. Yeah, it makes sense. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Aldi find of the week. Oh, I. We need a little theme tune for this. We could. Uh, <laughs> we'll edit one in. Here. Check, check these bad boys out. Wow. What am I looking at here? I've, I've got one. Uh, oh, anyway, I've got one blue one, one <laughs> copper one, and a and a red one. Some kind of anodized metal disc. <laughs> I believe they are. Uh, they're like the screwdriver bits. Yeah. I mean, is that it? Is that it's a screwdriver? But it's very small. Mini screwdrivers for in small places. Oh, that's amazing. That's the most useful. Have you ever seen anything like that? I haven't. <laughs> I instantly want to unscrew something. Have you always that scotch hammer? Passes one. Essentially, listeners, if you imagine a, a, th- a really thick two p, a two p that's maybe three quarters of an inch thick and it's knurled <laughs> it's <laughs> knurled, knurled on the side so you can grip it and then there's a little piece coming out of that that goes to a screwdriver bit holder and it's what, for taking screws out in really tiny awkward places what we will do is take a photo of this and put it on the twitter at oh you know we should nope. do that every week shouldn't we? we should yeah at amish inq podcast yeah on the twitter so first First one will be these screwdrivers, and then we'll yeah we'll put a find of the week on. Do you want to do you want to guess the price? They're quite weighty. Mm. Pack of three. Pack of three. Pack of three, and the bits came with them. I haven't added those screwdriver bits. They are useful. I would I would pay. What would you pay? <laughs> I would pay six pounds ninety nine. Would you? I would, yeah. Fucking hell, I wouldn't pay that. <laughs> I'd have just struggled. Listeners, you're not, you've not seen them. Don't judge me. <laughs> I would have just struggled. Um, you can actually put them all together as well to make actual uh, a useful size screwdriver. They will flick together. Um, no, two ninety nine. Hey, are they still are they still available? I don't know. Well, this is the thing, we Aldi. It's look at draw, isn't it? Sometimes you were, uh, yeah, to the way around, I think it will go like that. I mean, you're going to fuck your bits up if you <laughs> if you yeah. use it like that. <laughs> what made me laugh, right, was the uh, the blue one. 
Oh, you, oh, you've swapped the bits. Have I? The, um... Oh. oh, this one. Hey, what bit have you got there? God. That. Yeah. Fucking socket bit. Yeah. But a sock for a socket set. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but socket. Oh, fucking can't get in now. Socket sets come out like this, and you and you ratchet him up and down. So what's the point of having a fucking <laughs> tiny one? So if you're in a really small place, you might you might need to hold something while you're using the bigger screwdriver. Hey, I'll tell you what. I'm thinking fairings, taking fairings off a motorbike. If you're in a small place, you can't get a turn on ratchet, no. can you? Because you're going to hit clunk something. No. And that's if what it's if for. If you're unscrewing something that's just spinning, 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 you need to get get a, a socket on a nut holding yeah. in place, and it's fiddly. Mm. So it is it's useful. I won't genius. throw that one away. <laughs> You won't want to try and like take your wheel nuts off with it. No, <laughs> shit, that? No. Even like the Hulk won't get car, a, at least. with a with a two inch long <laughs> screwdriver, two inch long socket oh, trying to get you. That should be a world's strongest man competition. Tell you what, I fuck, I um, I got a, a a puncture about a month ago, three weeks a month ago. Oh really? Oh fuck you now. Like a bad one, a blowout or no, no. Fortunately, no. Um, I got ready for work, and I was running a bit late, and I opened front door, walked to the van, front tyre, flat as a pancake. Oh, for fuck's sake. And I'm I'm usually late anyway, because I like to... Once kids and missus go half seven, I've usually got half an hour there, and I'll happily sit on back step with a brew yeah. and a fag and listen to hardcore history or something. Today. And I could just sit there all day. So I, I never totally end up five or ten minutes late. And walked out, oh, fucking um, flat tyre. Um, so goes in back at van, roots spur out, finds jack, wheel brace, get spur on, take it to the garage. And I made the um, the awful mistake. I know what you did. I, I, this is going to be a life hack, I think. Right. Um. I got the jack. Yep. And I jacked it up. Yep. Then you tried to loosen your balls. Then I tried to loosen my nuts. <laughs> and the wheel span. I thought, yeah. you fucking pleb, you've broken the golden rule <laughs> of changing. That's really to see. <laughs> the golden rule of changing a tyre. So I ended up wedging my leg in the wheel arch. Right. <laughs> and doing it. <laughs> I did it. I got the, the nuts loose. So, yes. the Rather than lowering the jack. Because you could have just lowered the jack a bit so it's back on the floor, loosened your nuts and raised it back up again. Uh, wedged your leg in the, in the <laughs> wheel latch. Um, you have to, the jack is operated by the wheel brace. You have to, you have to ratchet the jack up with the wheel brace. Oh, with the, what, with the um, tyre writing? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you can, because it's on the floor, you can only get half a turn each time. And, oh, you, and you're wrapping your knuckles every time. I thought, no, I'm not, I'm not dropping it. I'm not lowering it an inch. I'm going to struggle and get it off. So the life hack is... Um, when you change a tyre... Oh, yeah, lo well, loosen the nuts. Well, everyone knows that. Not loosen your nuts first before yeah. you jack it up. Oh, I forgot. You wouldn't do that. Well, I didn't do it. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, definitely one to remember. You feel like such a dick. I was looking, I thought next door neighbour's going to watch me laughing at me. 
I'd What's about? Have you had a few? I've had about three, I think. Three or four I've had to do. The missus has had a few punches in di- in different cars that I've had to I've to change. I changed one outside a pub once, and there's loads of people watching. Oh, it fuck a, you now. It was a big <laughs> I was like, shit. So I managed to, I got it on. It, it took a while to like get off because sometimes when they're wedged on around the brake, it's a fucking pain. I managed to get it off um, and change it. I got a round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> it's like because it took you so long. It took me a while, yeah. <laughs> have you ever done one on motorway? No. I, I don't have. think I would. I'd, I'd call a bloke out. I have, yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, that was a work Oh, cracky. What happens then? I've never been in like, had that in a car. Just steam. MGTF. Uh, yeah. Hairdresser's, hairdresser's car. car, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I look behind me, and um, they're notorious for crappy um, head gaskets. And, and the temperature had probably been like on red for a while, but you just think, oh, I'll go fast and breeze it out. It'll cool down a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Have was... you ever put the blowers on hot to do that? <laughs> no. I've done that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, on a van, yeah. No, I, I must have had no cooling in it because it was all just getting into the engine. Anyway, then there was just like a bit of a bang, a little foot, and then a huge amount of white smoke coming out. The car mm. had gone into like limp mode, so I was just going really oh, slow yeah, and slow yeah. and went onto the hard shoulder. But there was so much white limp smoke. Limp mode? In. Yeah. <laughs> I thought there was a new Pope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, was, uh, it was bad. But... Um, I'm guessing that was a write-off then, was it? No, I paid to get it fixed. It was <laughs> 600 quid or something. Is that all? Yeah. Oh, that's not so bad. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't too bad, but considering the car wasn't wasn't worth a lot. And I sold it for less than that. This is the thing, though, but what do you do? Mind you, that wasn't your proper car, though, wasn't it? Wasn't that just a Sunday car? No, it was it was my proper car for a while. And was then it? Yeah, then I got a uh, bit of bullet and got a new one. And I was on the bike for a, a while in between, mm. so there's no... No problem with getting about, but yeah, not as strong as the uh, the golf, the invincible golf. How many thousand has it done? One hundred and sixty-eight. Oh, that's all right. You're all right then. Yeah, just passed its MOT. I'm so pleased. <laughs> Still banging on about it. <laughs> <laughs> it was March. Mm. <laughs> Oh. It's my leaving do at work tomorrow. Oh, is it? Yeah. Last day. That's gone quick, hasn't it? It's not my last day, but oh. it's the leaving do was designed to be around the um, bank holiday, so there's more time to um, recover. How long have you been there? Nine years. Really? No. Eight years. <laughs> Eight years. That's a long time. Um, oh, it's possible. As a temp and then permanent. Different roles. I know a lot of people there, but. What's the plan? Um, I've booked myself into a cheap <coughs> hotel. So we'll go out probably straight after work. Start Where? drinking. Liverpool. Mm. Start drinking and then uh, continue drinking. Why did you choose Liverpool rather than Manchester? Because I work in Liverpool. So a lot of people I thought you were in Warrington. No. no. Oh, I keep getting... Yeah. That's, rem- that's the old place. I remember that one. Place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One. I forget. Yeah, Liverpool. Yeah, it's a fucking shit commute. That. Yeah, yeah. It takes a while. Where's the new place? Warrington. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not so bad. You, three right, quarters of an hour and a good run, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just fine. depends on traffic. Yeah. 
what I was what will you start and finish be? Uh half eight till five, Monday to Thursday, half eight till two on a Friday. Oh well that's nice on a Friday. Sorry, yeah. They uh so you'll have to be on motorway for just after seven probably. No, I'm I'll leave at ten to seven now to get to Liverpool for right. eight. So yeah, you're right in that I'm gonna probably going to have to not leave too much later than that because Traffic. even though it might only take half an hour, I can't be leaving at, you know, 10 to 8. So it'll be nuts. It'll take <laughs> more like an hour. To get Two there. hours. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. So I might yeah. even ask him if I can um, probably 20 start early. And it'll, early. I would. I would. It's um, Once you get sort of past half past seven, the motorway network is fucked. You fucked it. Mm. Like going to Manchester, you need to be on motorway no later than ten past seven. Otherwise, you'll just sit. As soon as you get past Orich yeah. on M sixty one, you'll you'll just sit in traffic all the way to Manchester. Yeah, it's crappy. So yeah, probably. Uh, how long does it take you to get to M oh, to M six from you? Ten minutes, if that. Yeah, less than that. Yeah. So you probably need to leave maybe at seven. Then I'll get there at. You'll get there for eight. Well, I suppose yeah, I'll get there. Yeah. You get there for eight, and you'll have half an hour to. So I might ask him if I chuck one over at knuckle. <laughs> Probably chuck more than one over half an hour. <laughs> I, I'd be asking for an eight o'clock, I think eight till half four. Well, that's why I worked in Manchester. Well, that's what I've always worked. Hmm. Apart from when I went self-employed. But yeah. yeah, tradesmen generally work eight to half four. Yeah, it'd be better. So at least you know you get there and you can start then. Yeah. And sit in the car park for half an hour. No, it's it's wasted time, isn't it? I don't think I last. Well, it's better think. being sitting in the car than being sat on the motorway. For that half an hour. Yeah. But yeah, if you could get eight o'clock, it'd be better. I bet it'd be better for you. Yeah, it would definitely. It'd be easier on way home as well. Not so bad on way home. Until you uh, get to Preston. There's a few snarls. On, at the moment, I go on the M58 on the way back, and there's always a oh, queue at the end where it goes three in, three lanes into Liverpool two. Liverpool's fucking horrible. Yeah. Yeah. You don't go... Uh, oh, you don't go down to Warrington and over then? No, not, it'll be... You? It's just off the motorway, off the M62, the new place. Right. Literally... No, I mean Liverpool. Idea. When you go to Liverpool, you don't go down to 62 and across. No, I do sometimes, but not all the time. Mm. If I fancy a change. <laughs> <laughs> Different. Yeah. It's so Different tailback. It's just automatic. No, it's, mm. it's bad. I can nearly see the house I'm working at tomorrow from here. Yeah. Just on next road, the main road. That's all right. If you have to walk to it. <laughs> I could walk to work, I won't be able to do it when I get there. <laughs> I don't want to have any take, tools. Take your little screwdrivers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some uh, nail clippers for cutting cables. Mm. Yeah. No, oh, here's your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> if you're just changing a plug, I think you'll be fine. <laughs> Water feature tomorrow. To wire. Got to put an outdoor socket in and water and put a water feature mix. together. No, I believe not. How many times have you been electrocuted? Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't tell you. Just too many? Yeah, yeah, couldn't tell you. 
I got eight in one morning. How do you protect yourself from instant death? Um, it doesn't usually kill you. No. Uh, it depends. Usually, when I get when I get electrocuted, <laughs> um, you, I've started working life a bit, quite a bit more. Right. So, like, when changing the light switch, I'll I won't knock the power off. I'll do it live. <laughs> Why? Um, because it's quicker. If you're actually there, right. rather than walk downstairs and into the garage and knock it off, I'll just say, no, fuck that, I'll just do it live. Wow, that's like Darwin Award territory. <laughs> it's not, though. You get electrocuted when you're not, <laughs> when you least expect it. <laughs> I, can, I can think of a couple of scenarios that might contradict that. <laughs> when, you, when you work, when you're working with it, it's you get you get electrocuted when you're expecting it to be dead and it's not right because you're a bit laissez faire. Something's gone wrong. You um, you've switched off the wrong circuit and not tested it or whatever, or it shouldn't be live and someone's switched something at the box and it's come live or whatever. That I mean that's or there's a fault. Something's on like the casing of the back box is live because of a fault, for example. Right. Or the metal of a light fitting is live when it shouldn't be. I think the metal of one of my light switches is going to bounce around mm. and I can feel it buzzing, if that makes any sense. You feel it buzzing when you touch I it? I can feel a, vi- a definite vibration when it's on. Like, it's like that, is it a dimmer metal. switch? It's metal. It? Uh, no, no, it's two switches. Right. It's not a, it, it could be, it's not a, a fault current. You won't be able to touch it. It, it, it would. No. It would snap your back. No, it doesn't do that. No, it, it, it feels. If if if, if, if it makes you do that, then it could be. No, no. It if it feels, feels buzzy, buzzy, then it sounds like a loose connection, and right. you need to open that up and tighten them up, because eventually they'll it'll start arcing, and then your cables will start melting. Oh shit! Right, yeah. well, I can do that though, right? Just yeah, just off. turn it off. So the okay, point was. Screwdrivers out. Yeah, point, sorry, electrocution. Yeah. Um. If you're working live, you know it's live, so you treat it as it's live and you treat mm. it with respect, so you don't get electrocuted. Yeah, but if you think you've switched it off, you're like, oh, and then you grab it hold of it. Uh, that's the thing. If if you're pipes, people get electrocuted off pipes. I have a, a, fr- a guy who I work with who gives us a lift on bigger jobs. He's from the lakes, Kendall, right? And he was doing a fr- uh, job for. A friend of a friend or someone's relative up there. Um, it was just a bit of lighting. Had a, had a couple of lights in a hallway, mm. something like that. And um, it knocked all in the ceiling, stuck his cable up, the yeah. hole in the ceiling, then went upstairs where he'd taken the floorboards up to go and grab his cable and pull it through. Yeah. And he had um, one hand on the heating pipes. Right. And he reached under and rather than grabbing the cable he'd shoved up, he grabbed an old live cable that someone had left the live end. Fuck. And he couldn't get off. So he made a circuit. And... Well, it's, and the fact that he was, yeah, being onto the heating pipes is a no-go because obviously the heating pipes weren't bonded. They yeah. should be earth-bonded. So if that happens, it's short, it, you know. But it's being gripped on like that. Yeah. It contracts your muscles instantly. And so he couldn't get off. And he shouted 
And luckily for him, the woman who he was working for was inside, heard him, and she was on the ball, and she knocked it off at Mains, and he and he got and it hospitalised him. Well, but that would he just burnt alive, hasn't he? Just eventually, yeah. well, if there was no one in, and he couldn't, he'd yeah, have died. Yeah, he'd have died in, in in a matter of seconds later. The, I mean, the longer she left it, the, the quicker he would die. The, the you know, eventually would die. Shit. I don't. Yeah. Dangerous. Dodgy wiring. Get a new <laughs> update your consumer unit. Uh, life hack number RC, two. RCD. No. I see the RCD now, but they're going to be going out next year. Right. Everything's going to be RCBO. So life hack: if you're thinking about getting new consumer units, get a new consumer unit within the next eighteen months, because the regs are being updated next year. Isn't that better to wait for a better one? You can RCBO. still have the better one, right? But if you wanted to save three or four hundred quid, get one done in the next eighteen months. Because otherwise, they won't comply. Right. I think I probably need some stuff looking at the gen- do you do like a general MOT you can do a condition report which is what it is yeah. I think you've done one you did one of those for us in our at the old the other yeah. place I think so yeah the oh, other place <laughs> yeah um, so I was working at a Thwaites pub hmm. we're refurbing it on there I was work I was I had the step set up behind the bar where the distribution board was it's what they call fuse boxes in bigger places, distribution boards, because they're bigger and more complicated. And uh, um, I don't know what I was doing in there. <laughs> I was looking for something, trying to test. There was a fault on a circuit I was trying to find, earth fault or something. And um, the distribution board was sort of head height, so I had to go up the steps and with my meter had the cover off it was all live and uh going in and putting meter on this and that and then all of a sudden ah fucking hell got a belt then what have i got a belt off i don't fucking fucking touch it got right on my fucking arms mm. yeah, right i better carry on so i carry on a minute later boom again like that nearly took me off the steps and this happened another six times what? Before I worked out what it was. What was it? The distribution board, case, metal case, the whole thing was live. Ah, right. So every time you're touching the case. Well, it weren't even that. I mean, if the case was live, anyone who touched it would have been electrocuted. Uh, yeah, but they spray them. They spray them with insulated paint. So if you uh, imagine a square box yeah. and it's sprayed... But when you take the lid off, the edge, the front edge, isn't sprayed. Ah, and every time I lent on the edge, yeah. I, I'd be touching side, find nothing, and then I'd lean on an edge and get a shot. And you thought it was like one of the con- like one of these contacts. Yeah, I didn't know what it yeah. was because it happens so quick. You just you just get yeah. thrown back. You, you don't even just, know what you're yeah, touching. You can't figure out which one. No. That's right. mad. So I got eight in one morning. Shit. But they were only tickles. Yeah. And it hit you on my arm, so it just knocks your arm back. It, it, as soon as it, it hits you, you, your muscles contract, mm. like it, involuntarily. So if you're holding on to something, yeah, you've fucked it. I've managed to put my thumb in a light switch once. That was never that like, wasn't good. Like a pendant drop? Changing the, yeah, changing the bulb. Touch both contacts with my thumb. Oh, how? Did the I, I glass break? I don't know. That's what type probably, of bulb was it? 
Just a standard uh, incandescent yeah. light. Yeah, a bayonet or something. Yeah. yeah, bayonet. I must have slipped and touched it. Or the, well, I might have even just touched the metal casing. But from what I remember, I managed to get my thumb on both the uh, positive and negative. That, I fell over like it threw me back. Yeah, that. I've been knocked off steps yeah. by one. In fact, it was in the same pub. I did something daft, testing it a light, a light fitting and got blown off steps. Mad. Yeah. I've had one, a bad one, and a lot of it depends on the circuit. Lighting circuits are very low. There's not much current pulling on a, a lighting circuit. It's mm. only a few light bulbs. But sockets and cookers and things oh, like that, yeah. there's a lot more. It's a bigger cable. There's more fault current. It's a bigger belt. The bigger the cable, the bigger the belt, basically. Yeah. And I got a belt off a few spur on my thumb. I can plumbing nearly feel it now. Right. I, I I felt the current. Uh, I felt the frequency. You know, frequency is fifty yeah, like hertz. That. Yeah, fifty pulses 50 a second. A second yeah. I actually felt it in my thumb <laughs> like that. Jeez. That was terrifying, and it burnt as well. I got a little burn mark in my thumb, black mark. That's the worst one. And that that and that went up my arm. I had a sore arm for yeah. a good hour, maybe two hours after that. Cause it's damaged, isn't it? It's like being struck by lightning. I know that was an apprentice. You see, didn't know any better at the time. It's, uh, yeah, it's frightening, frightening thing. Electricity. Yeah. No electricity for the Amish. No, that's something they don't have to worry about. Yeah. But no hot tubs either. Well, it's upsides and downsides. <laughs> <laughs> ah, hot tubs. I had a going one the other week yeah. at a party. Uh, that's uh, a new one. They, they've bought one of these inflatable ones. Yeah, it, it looked pretty neat. It was great. <sighs> Sorry. Seems like it costs a lot to run. That's the only problem, is the running costs. I'd, he's, on, he's not had it long. I have to ask him in a couple of months. Mm. Say, you know, what's it costing? Because I think it's two kilowatts, which is about the same as your standard kettle. Right. A bit less. Oh, so it's like having your kettle on all the time. But the thing is, it's, I don't think it is, because it won't. that's its maximum that it draws. Ah, right. Okay. So I think the idea is you heat the water up, and then it just sort of tops it up. It's like a like like central heater, heating system. Yeah. yeah, so rather than warming a cold tub up from hot all the time, you're keeping it at a temperature. Yeah. It so just trips on and off. It just, it, there'll be a thermostat in it, I guess. Yeah. That tells it when to heat like up. Immersion here. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, that's a shit job, changing them. Oh, I bet. I avoid them like the plague. Do you have to get inside the tank? And no, the, um, the immersion, the tank usually has a little black circular thing about the size of a pork pie right. <laughs> on top. Yeah. And that's where the immersion is. So you take the cover off that. Yeah. And there'll be a little thermostat. So you disconnect that and you pull the thermostat. The thermostat's like a rod, like a 12, 18-inch long copper rod right. with a, a bit of gubbins on top where your wire's going. Yeah. So you take that out. And then you've got basically like a nut Bigger than a pork pie. Right. Um, and that's the immersion element. So you have to get a box spanner. I've got one in here somewhere. How big 
Uh, well, yeah, it's like that. It's <laughs> bigger than a pork pie. It's you couldn't use your Aldi special on it. About the size of a butter pie. And it's a big box like that yeah. with two holes here and a bar that goes through it. So you put it on and you crank this bar. Right. But, I mean, immersions are only cop- the old ones anyway. I think they were copper. Yeah, of course they are, the copper. Mm. And you can completely fuck the thing. And it needs a new immersion tank then. Oh crap! So if you can get the f- if you can get the fucker off, you end yeah. up. Um, you, you sometimes have to put a blowtorch on it, heat it up to try and get the fucker off. To WD anything, anything to try and get the cunt <laughs> off. Bad. Yeah, avoid them like the plague. And yeah, we've got into immersion heaters. Jobs. Oh, hot tubs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Depends how much they cost to run, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't think I'd have one. I wouldn't use it often enough. I think you might use one if you had one. You know, once, <laughs> once, <yeah. laughs> fucking rubber ducking. <laughs> Iron Man bubble bath. Right. Uh, you might have one. I think I'd would would use one. I think when the trampoline goes, I think that'd be a prime location. Really? Yeah. I just need to wait. Ooh, probably about. Mm, six years <laughs> for the kids to grow out the trampoline and yeah. then uh, I could have one there it'd probably take that long to how much are they? <laughs> like 300 quid oh right that's three, four hundred yeah the note them inflatable ones alright you have to buy like chemicals and things you have to I yeah, think you have to do chemicals it. maybe once a fortnight right <laughs> sounds like hassle doesn't it? yeah get your lab coat on mm. Yeah, I'll have to ask him how much it costs him. The other thing I thought about was the noise, but he said um, it seemed pretty quiet, other than actually when you have the bubbles on. Mm. Pretty quiet, so. Just so uh, if if la- if anyone at Lazy Spa is listening... Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, sponsorship. you want to um, send me a demo, a demo model, I'll, I'll give a, a full and frank, honest review. I'll need it for a couple of months to gauge the running costs. Like, <laughs> well, I think you probably need to test it year round because there's mm. different seasonal variations. I see. It's getting cold time of year. It's going to mm. take more to keep it hot, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Good thinking. Just get a patio heater over the top of it. I mean, the thing is, I bet within twenty years, most people will have solar panels and battery packs in their houses. Yeah, these Tesla battery pack jobs. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. In, in which case, the, the the cost of electricity goes down to virtually nil. I'd like to have some on the garage roof, to be honest. Yeah. Pretty good. We could run this podcast for free, record it for um, using the power of the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Harness the coronal mass ejection. <laughs> um, we don't need much power, really. We're only running that little desk, which is 12 volt or 9 volt. That yeah. runs off batteries. Or, and the laptop, which takes no, does it? So, yeah. so all right. We could run it off probably a solar panel about the size of your wallet. Should we, <laughs> should we try and do a renewable special? If there's anyone listening who, uh, who sells solar panels or <laughs> other, other methods of <laughs> gathering renewable energy... We'll we'll happily uh, do a a broadcast. Mm. Do you see that in the next in the future? 
Do you think solar is the main one? Problem with solar at the moment is it's so inefficient. The the panels need to get better, much better. They are doing. It's just taking slow. The the more people adopt it, the better they will get. The quicker they'll improve, I guess. Yeah, and it's it's money as well. If you if you pump as much money as you put into like the oil industry into solar, then if you make leaps and bounds in handful of years, but that's never going to happen because all the oil infrastructure is in place. It's nice and easy. Plus, it would fuck the world up, I think, if he stays. Well, Elon Musk is working on storage, isn't he? Have you With seen the his, battery. New, um, his space suits? No. This, he's got some pretty snazzy space suits for the, um, for the first civilian flights. He reckons it's going to be next year. Really? First flights in space. I can't. Is that Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos? Who's Jeff he's, Bezos? Um, the Amazon guy. <laughs> he's got he's got rockets and space and shit like that. Uh, Blue Origin. His rocket is. Right. And he thinks there's going to be commercial space flight on his stuff in 2018. Although I get those two confused, but I'm really glad that there's a there's like a a brain race going on between those two. Yeah. Yeah, he needs someone. Um, well, I don't, I don't, he doesn't need anyone, Elon Musk. I'm sure he's very highly motivated, but it would be interesting to have a bit of competition, wouldn't it? Mm, definitely. Um, here's a question for you. If, if say, for example, say Elon wins and they announce the first civilian space flight yep. and um, as a sort of a, a goodwill gesture, Elon says, I'm going to have a lottery and I'm going to give 100 tickets away. Yep. on a postcode lottery, and you get a, a ticket, would you do it? Yep. Would you? Yep. On the first you one. fucking nuts. <laughs> 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 yeah, I totally would. I mean, <coughs> I'd be scared. I, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared just thinking about it. <laughs> no, but I think it's good. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> I won't, I, would you? Would you? Yeah. Definitely. I, I wouldn't. You've not seen the spacesuits. <laughs> I don't care what the spacesuits are, what the rocket looks like. You wouldn't? I wouldn't do it. No. Yeah, I totally would. Uh, not the first one, first flight. I'd give him a couple of years tying out the kinks. <laughs> yeah, then I might buy a ticket. Well, um, Branson lost lost a, a spaceship, didn't he? One of his spaceship ones. He's lost I about every mode of transport going, hasn't he? Didn't he lose each, a balloon? Yeah. <laughs> One of each mode of transport. He lost a balloon, a car, yeah. a boot, a dog. Do you remember the oh, balloon Monopoly. guy? Is <laughs> it Steve Fawcett, the, the other balloon guy? He died, I think, um, on one of his adventures. Mm. Willie Fogg. Have you heard of that island uh, Richard Branson has? Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. N- Nimidji or something. N- yeah. Nineveh. Nivea. Nivea. There's a documentary on a couple of years ago about it. It's like an exclusive holiday resort. I think it starts at like 10 grand, I think, to go there. But uh, yeah, he's got it sewn up really, hasn't he? Yeah, he's, he's completely, <laughs> completely rich. <laughs> yeah. It's only him and, and the other two who've got enough money, I think, to, to even consider. Be enough money and kind of 
sense of adventure to to even consider going to space. I mean, no one's pumping any money into NASA anymore. And yeah, they're suffering, aren't they? It's a bit shit. No one, no one, no one's living the dream as much as these these three intrepid adventurers. Uh, it makes you wonder, doesn't it? I mean, every people will react differently if you suddenly made them like a multi-billionaire. Some people would implode. Some people, <laughs> not not <Yep>. literally. <laughs> some some people would um, just disappear, like you know, on their own like island in, somewhere. In an invisibility. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it's quite interesting that them those people have taken that route. Yeah. When you look at things like, um, you know, billionaire shake oil tycoons, I mean, you don't hear anything about them doing anything particularly exciting, do you? I think it's fair. It's not, I mean, it's not altruistic in any sense of the word. I mean, they're, they're, they're getting a lot out of it themselves. To a degree. It's, it's for the people, this yeah. sort of thing. And I think that's that's to be applauded. Even that weird Hyperloop One and, and the, the boring company that... that um, Elon Musk owns. It, it's called the Which, Boring Company, <laughs> and they bought tunnels. Have they taken the Have they one. taken the E out of boring? Have they made it boring? It, yeah, it is boring. As in that's that's boring a company. B-O-R-I-N-G company. Good. But Good. yeah, boring. Yeah, it's clever. I like it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that Hyperloop one. If the, it, it's completely bonkers, <laughs> like most of the stuff. But again, it's it's all you know. It's a, an electric car. Car was completely bonkers at one point. I saw a sports. Tesla 3 behind me on the A59 Is that the sports car? It's the new one. I didn't think they, they delivered any models. To the UK. It looks really weird. Like the front is very... There's a lot of white space on the front where, oh, the, right. where the number plate should be, really. Right. This one had like a really short private number plate, but there's a lot of space there. I I'm not sure I like it. But I like the, the sports one. The Model I S. saw that. That looks nice. Very nice. Does yeah. it? Sleek. But yeah, they, I mean, he's made them, and they're they're great, and you know, they're desirable. They're practical, but they score least on practicality, I think, because of the because of the range. It's not as good as a. They're totally electric, aren't car. they? Yeah. So they have to be plugged in so many miles. Yeah, but they'll get there. Mm. They'll get there. And I, I still think the range is probably I don't know. Is it 400 miles, maybe? Which is pretty much what I get on a tank of diesel. I suppose, yeah. And if you can plug them in in your house when you get home. Yeah, and at work. Yeah, top it up. But I think they have to be plugged in for... The difference, one of the main snags is, if you're coming home from work and you're low on fuel, you can pull in and you're in and out in five minutes. Yeah, or carry the, a jerry can. <laughs> yeah. Whereas with the car, you have to leave it charging. For hours. Right. That's a big you difference. So, well, like, petrol stations will be a thing of the past. Yeah. There won't be a stop and go filling station. You'd have to have, like, charging strips <coughs> on the road, like a strip, a piezoelectric strip on, on, the, on every carriageway mm. and a contact on the bottom of the car that doesn't necessarily touch the road, but it creates generates enough electricity to charge the battery. Yeah. That'd Scale electrics, basically. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I think that's that's, and you could have them, or you could have charging stations attached to every, every lamppost. So every single lamppost has a, a socket. Well, the way they're saying it to start with is they'll do them at homes, business parks, shopping centres, things like that. Our neighbour's got a 
a BMW i3, and they've right. got a little socket. Is on that the, the bit with the blue the bit inside the grill? It's the I think that's the sporty one. The, right. This is the big family. Right. It's not big. It's a small <laughs> car, but it's kind of boxy. Aye, and and they've got a like an outside attachment on the on the front of their house that is the a charging, charging station. Thing. Yeah, I imagine I'm going to be doing loads of them in a few yeah, years. Yeah, you probably will. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. You need to bone up on automotive electronics. No, it'll just be a case of put a feed in. It'll just be like a socket. Yeah. Just be like putting an outdoor socket well, in. That's all right. The future's bright then for for sparks. Um, I think so. I don't think my job's really at the risk of automation anytime soon. No, no. Not, no. I'm talking 50 years at least. To have nanobots in the wiring. Yeah. Or someone comes up with some completely new technology, some sort of wireless Stuff power. Stuff automatically reconnects when it like, oh, reseals that. itself. Yes, where it does itself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more like, um, you know, how we use Wi-Fi, if there was some way of using something like, like that. to Wireless electricity. electricity like Tesla, but the original Tesla. Nikolai yeah, Tesla. Yeah. Tesla coils. Yeah, didn't he have some crazy plan for like transmitting electricity through the air? <laughs> he, he was well, he was another rich guy with crazy ideas. He and I think died penniless, though, didn't he? Did he? he? Died penniless, yeah. He had nothing when he when he died. He was in love with a pigeon, famously. <laughs> <laughs> no? Wow, no. Yeah. You have to read yeah, he had a there. pigeon. I, I don't know where. Pigeon fancy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he lived to a ripe old age, but he, he was he had nothing to his name when he died. Shit. Amazing. It was a battle, wasn't it, between him and um, your light bulb man? Edison. From the Edison, the Edison screw. Uh, uh, <laughs> light bulb. Uh, yeah. Um, Edison had like a team of people working for him, didn't he? And it was just basically a pattern factory. Mm. Just make things, pattern it, make it, pattern it. And uh, But Tesla was pretty much a solitary guy. There's a famous conspiracy with light bulbs, isn't there? Yeah, he, uh, he did it first and all that. And no, I mean, in, in that, the the to last so many hours. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, you especially know, incandescent ones. We've we've had the technology for decades to make a light bulb that'll last at, like, 20 years. But yeah. it's economically useless. It, our economic system wouldn't allow it. Well, there's a, there's a whole system based on manufacture of light bulbs, isn't there? There'd be a lot of people out of a job. Um. What's it, disposability, is it? Or you've got to replenish, haven't you? If you're yeah. running a business, if you make a light bulb that never never well, fails. It's like anything, any you, You've just killed you your own business. Yeah, you make a washing machine that never fails or fucking Planned obsolescence. That's yeah. it, isn't it? So like Windows <laughs> Uh, Apple, where you know they keep updating the software to the point where your device becomes useless after two years because yeah, it just chop, can't run the software. They chop off an earlier device with every software update. Like we'll update everything apart from this old one. You'll no longer be able to use this software with your device. Yeah, yeah. I've got an old iPod, iPad that's like that. What is it? Just dormant. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can still watch like iPlayer and stuff like it. So. It's, it's all right. It still does a trick. But I can't update the latest software. It's unlike right. iOS 7 or something. Right. 
And eventually, like, the programs will be too sophisticated for that iPad to run. Of course, yeah. And you'll end up with a device, a useless device at yeah, some point. Yeah, because BBC will update iPlayer, yeah. for example, yeah. uh, to the point where you can only run it on yeah. iOS 10 or 11, whatever, whatever the next one is. Yeah, it sort of makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. So that sort of stifles progression to a degree. So what what exists <coughs> that is out of the loop of planned obsolescence? There, there must be... There are inventions that just... Like, I mean, just look, glancing around, that Zippo, you're never going to have to replace that. You might have to replace parts in it. Yeah. Because they are consumables. But you, you will never, ever... Have, and you could pass that down to your kids and they could pass it down to their kids if, if they so desire. Um, even better, Zippo... If it ever breaks, you can send it back to them and they'll fix it for free. Well, that's that's almost completely against planned obsolescence. They're, they're going one step further and saying, we'll guarantee this for life. You never have to buy another one off us. But then it's a collector. The market's so big, though. It's like um, Planet Waves, who make guitar cables. Um, if you buy a Planet Waves cable, it comes with a lifetime guarantee. Well, then Dragon's Dead. No, they're American That's company. So They've been, right. oh, I think they're pretty sure they're American. They've been around for oh, 15 years, maybe. Yeah, but yeah, okay. So the market's so, so the big idea that is, is that the market's so big. If Planet Waves cable, then they're, they're okay. But there's always another generation of guitar players. Oh, of course, yeah. And people die and people born and start playing guitar. So the, the theory is the markets can take it. So, but for Zippo, I mean, the number of smokers is going down. But Zippo's, <laughs> Zippo's, uh, Zippo make their lighters very collectible. So you, you know, that's one angle. Yeah, they make you can customize it. You can go on the website and design your own. Yeah, I design it how you want it. So if anyone from Zippo's listening, we'll get some uh, TAI Zippo's made. Yeah, give once, out once the logo's done, and yeah. they're not that dear either. Zippo's. Considering now, Landy last. Well, it's not like a disposable lighter. How much is a disposable lighter now? What it used to be six for a pound. Your lighters. <laughs> it's it's now. Uh, um, I think if you just ask for one lighter, it might be one seventy p, seventy eighty p for a disposable. And how long's that last? If you're smoking, uh, if you smoke, a day? say twenty a day, it might last what uh, a month. Right. So, and I suppose about twenty quid. Yeah, give or take. So 20 months. Flat, how much of a bully you are. <laughs> so, yes. so after, uh, after 20 months, if your Zippo's still working, it's it's saving you money. And it should last you 20 years. Yeah. The only snag is, what if you lose it? Just don't lose it. Yeah. That's the other thing. Disposable thing. Doesn't matter if you lose it. But yeah, I suppose you'll look after it more, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, what if you lose your... Um, Invincible light bulb, <laughs> or, or you break it, or whatever. Yeah, buy another one. Because if one. they, there'd always be a market for it. Because someone would fucking do something stupid with it. I suppose, yeah, yeah. And assuming population continues to grow, yeah, so it'd be a lot be smaller. They won't make as much money, and that's what it's all yeah, about. I suppose no. making a fuck ton of money. Everyone needs a load of money. The thing is, you're talking about Zippo is a relatively small company. When you're talking about General Electric, you make light bulbs. They're a massive company, and it's all about the bottom line then, isn't it? Yeah, they also make trains and shit, so I think they've got multiple threads of income. Oh, yeah, all sorts. Income. Is there any s- single product manufacturer of light bulbs? As in, all they make is light bulbs? 
Um, Oz, Oz, Osram. Osram. Osram's a good... Sylvania. Families. <laughs> <laughs> but Sylvania do make light fittings. They've gone into LED like right. everyone else is, so they're making fully enclosed units. So, But yeah, there has been. There has been light bulb companies. Your business needs to be dynamic to be successful. You can't just, you know... Rest on your laurels. Exactly. And I think if you do, you, your business is going to fail. I suppose, yeah. But there you go. Mm. One trick pony. <laughs> we haven't talked about the news at all today. We talked a bit about the news with that band. Oh, right. I've not but, seen any news, so probably no, just as well. I say, oh, it's been quite interesting learning about um, electricity. <laughs> <laughs> Trump and Brexit, that's all I've heard on news. Can we have a Trump and Brexit embargo until something big Can we have a Trexit? (laughs) (laughs) Kick him out at the same time. Trexit. Yeah. Yeah, no state visit yet. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hogwarts Express. um, That's a freight train, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. It's probably nuclear waste from Sellafield. (laughs) (laughs) Um, League of Gentlemen and Alan Partridge both coming back onto the BBC. Really? In the news, yeah. For one off. Or three series. Three series? Three what? Three episodes? Three episodes, League of Gentlemen, and then Alan Partridge is going to do a series um, like Brexit related. <laughs> You know, that'll be good. It will be good. I'm guessing... Uh, do you reckon Partridge is a Brexiteer? Partridge? Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah, of course he is. Take a bit of a... <laughs> <laughs> What's the car he had? Alexis. Lexus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Coke piss Partridge. <laughs> yeah, definitely a Brexiteer, I would say. It's funny. Yeah, well, a big if... fan of Farage, I think he is. Yes, I imagine he is, yeah. <laughs> Will they have the guy, who's the guy who works in petrol station? Well, he's, he's got a a Polish wife out there, hasn't he? In the second series. <laughs> oh, so fucking hell, yeah. yeah. So, I don't yeah. know. Well, well, that won't be a problem, will it? No. If they're married. She'll be uh, probably dual citizen. Yeah. Norfolk and Poland. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> who was the um, the Geordie who worked in the Michael? <laughs> Michael. <laughs> yeah, hope they get him back. Yeah, he's he's not actually Geordie the actor. He's no, saying, he's he? um, very well spoken, isn't yeah. he? I've <laughs> not seen that Geordies aren't well spoken. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> yeah, he's he's very coherent. <laughs> <laughs> oh um. fucking hell! Well. To a wrap up, it's ten yeah, past ten. Let's, let's end it. So, um, yep, that's Amish Iron Q podcast on the Twitter, and we'll be on Podbean. The Amish Inquisition Podbean.com. Is that what it is? Yeah, we need to get a domain, I think. Yes, doesn't it cost like a tenner or something? It costs less than that if you're, um, if you have like dot norks or something. <laughs> dot cock <laughs> trash about that kind of that's another great show <coughs> alright right. thanks everyone peace bye